Many years ago, a man sacrificed his soul to gain wealth and power. For years, he toiled away, accruing wealth and status. He sacrificed his mortal connections, his friends, his podcast, all in the pursuit of material gain. One day, he realized the error of his ways and broke ranks, freeing himself from the bonds imposed upon himself. Once again, free to fly with Neth. Hi, what? Kevin. Hello. And Chris. Hi. His name is Gav, and he flies free through Azeroth, coast to coast. That's a really creative way of saying I'm no longer a retail slave. Here's the show. Yay! <laughs> Hi guys! Hey guys! Took them all of less than 30 seconds to reveal. Yeah, I know. Uh, no time whatsoever. In fairness, that's a good thing to be able to reveal. Yeah, it's a good thing to be able to reveal. I, it's been a week and I already just feel fucking lighter. I feel so much lighter. <laughs> I don't okay. feel like I hate everything. Yes, the start of the week. It finally happened, the shoe dropped, and Gab is now a free man. Uh. Yep, I I actually actually have to go back through the host through the uh, Twitch chat and see what's been going on because I did not have my pop out up. Azeroth coast to coast behind the curtain. Yeah, behind the curtain. I mean, there's many things we talk about our, our about our daily lives on the show. Well, hundred percent. Yep. So uh, let's talk about our two weeks. What's uh what's 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 the haps cats. <laughs> Um, Are you kicking it to Chris? Yeah, oh, to kicking me? it over okay. to Chris. I'll go, I'll, yeah, I'll kicking it over mm. to Chris. Um, still playing more while retail. Um, all right, all right, all right. Loving that still, surprisingly. Oh, but I think it's... Hard side, yes. But I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's primarily because I'm doing stuff that the character actually needs done rather than, okay, my European shaman is geared to the fucking teeth and we don't really want to raid anymore so yeah get aboard there but at least on us i'm gearing and i'm doing shit with you guys and it's fun yep yay uh still raiding in 14 um we're not doing as much as we would like but it's it's still really fun and we're jumping around we've had to rotate people just because people wanted to stop or people wanted to go do other things so i'm still tanking i'm still loving it it's fun and We've done some mythics in the Shadowlands beta since then. There are some that uh, really need some tuning. Ha <sighs> <laughs> Minions go burr. Would you like to mention what, what was, which what one was you're the, complaining about? What's the, um, the Maldraxxus one? It's one of the two Maldraxxus ones with the tentacle bitch at the end. Can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Can you, can, you help, can you help us narrow down? There we go. Theater, theater of, pain? of Pain? No, no. Theater of Pain's fine. It's the other one. Plaguefall. Plague the one with the technical bitch. Plaguefall. She's not fun to heal as a shaman. She's a bitch. That's your, fault, like a for, problem. that's your fault for playing a shaman. 
Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I do want to get on and do more Torghast. I I want to do Torghast as um a group of us. You haven't done a group Torghast yet? Uh, Chris and I had done duos. I don't. It's we it haven't done like, like the took... we haven't done the endless tour guest yet. Yeah. Yeah, because it took you guys like what eight runs to be able to unlock endless tour guest. Well, we were going through the story stuff. Yeah, you have to go through the story stuff, Kevin. It's like it's... how much story stuff. There's like a progression to it, and you go through each of the wings, uh, and then you. So the, the, there's the, a lot because this is a sort of end game activity. So the progressive story based stuff. You, you'll be doing from what from what it looks like you'll be doing that once or twice a week to get your loot rewards, and then the endless stuff will drop uh, just transmog and cos- cosmetic stuff. And I'm okay with that. I am soups okay with that because I am totally down for getting all the transmog because transmog <laughs> is the true end game, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Kevin, what you been up to, buddy? Um, I've been playing World of Warcraft. I finally unlocked my Volpera, and I switched Ooh. to Volpera, so Fuzztail is now a Volpera. Fuzztail is no longer a goblin. How you spent money on that, where you couldn't just, you know, do it on another character and then just make the character? Uh, no, Gav, the thing is, if he had just transferred his actual priest from Alliance to Horde side... It would have transferred the rep, yeah. Yes, I know. and he could have just straight been a Volpera. <laughs> no, thank you. But I will not get not rid of my gnome. Um, I actually did log into the gnome, and I've been doing Mechagon. I started that grind to get the Model W. Is that what it's called? Model W? The mount? Right, um, it is a hell of an achievement to get this, because a lot of it's on rotating daily mobs or weekly mobs. Is this yep. the one that um, Bill Seth and Seth did? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes, it's the circle gear. It's really yes. cool looking. Thing. It's super cool looking. RNG on RNG on RNG is right. Yep. Um, the things that feel really bad about this achievement is that like certain mobs only spawn every once in a while, and then you have to get an item off of those every month, one, once in a while mobs. So yes, it is an RNG of an RNG of an RNG, and it feels bad at times. But I've come to... WoW has beaten me down like it always does, and I'm just sucking it up and doing it now. So, which is, like, which is the best way to be in World of Warcraft, is just, oh my god, I can't believe this sucks, and then you just you bend over and take it, I guess. Um, well, guys, Kevin is officially a WoW player. Yeah. Officially realized and learned how WoW works. I've I've put my elbows firmly on the desk, bent over, and I am ready to take World that's, of Warcraft. That's a, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a bit of a description, but okay. That's a fucking visual right there, right? I, it is the only way to play World of Warcraft. I would like to apologize to our listeners for any I don't because that's that's they just got. I don't because that's the funniest Kevin's ever been on this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Mechagon. <laughs> Kevin, in 126 episodes, you finally peaked, mate. <laughs> there you go. Bend over. Mechagon, <laughs> a.k.a. bend over and take it. 
Um, I've also. Hey, Kevin, what else you been up to? What else you been up to, buddy? I've been doing the um, secret fish. I love how Carrie's saying, "I'm proud of you, fam." Uh, <laughs> um, secret fish achievement is also another very long, grindy achievement in World of Warcraft, which I'm doing. World of Warcraft I... long and grindy. Mm, no. An MMO long and grindy. Yep. No. So Blizzard designing, you know, engaging content. What? This is actually one of the more fun end of expansion fishing achievements that I've done because you it didn't take as long. There wasn't as much RNG, although there is one fish that I still need, which is going to be hell to get. But um, it's fun. You put on secret fishing goggles and you find little fish hidden around Azeroth and you get to go to different zones. And I was I was taking Seth on a tour of different uh zones that he's been to well he was telling me how to get to them because um i couldn't get i couldn't figure out how to get to certain zones like isle of thunder and things like that yeah that was hilarious to listen to by the way yeah um giving people directions in wow is like worse than getting directions in real life it really is no 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 he gave you very clear directions because you have the sun reaver beacon and the, then you chose the directions to were to go to Lore Walker Cho, click on this guy to go to LFR. Then once you're in LFR, click on the toy. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it ridiculous. was very clear instructions. Go to Mogushan, go to Lore Walker, go to the dude, cue for Throne of Thunder. You and realize that game. like I'm as like by the time he said go to Cho, I was like, where? Like, yeah. I don't know where Cho is. If you had listened for maybe another five seconds, he would have explained to you that he's on top of Mogushan Vaults. Mogushan Palace, sorry. Chris, why are you moving your mouse over my portrait in Twitch? No. Let's, let's, oh. hey, <laughs> side oh, chatter. We, okay. we still haven't gotten through the last two weeks. All right. I understand. Um, I mean, this is, this is what my week has been like. It's like as boring as me telling you about it. Yeah, what you been up to? Having fun. I'm not sure Kevin's done yet, so I'm not even trying to talk. I don't care if Kevin's done yet. I'm pretty much done. Gavril has moved on from me, so let's move. Let's go. Yes, I've moved on from all of you at this point. (laughs) Which is kind of fair. (laughs) Okay, I guess I don't have to talk then. We've moved on from me. (laughs) All right, that's the show, folks. Have a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's what you've been up to. Last two weeks. I'm back to work. Yay. Hey. <laughs> um, haven't played much other than WoW Retail and Beta. Um, obviously, we all went hard side, so the Hunter's hard again. Um, we've also been leveling Baby Tunes, which has been stupidly fun. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I did forget about that. Um, right now, I'm leveling a priest. She's shadow currently, but I think I'm actually going to go heals with her. And then I blame Seth for the fact that I now need, need to roll a DK because, oh my God, Bulpara DK are the cutest things ever. I'm actually and very disappointed. I just have to have one. <laughs> very disappointed because I want my DK to be a Zandalar each roll, and I don't have that rep. I don't have that allied race unlocked yet. Yeah, but that'll 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 sort when. Yeah, but then, but pre-patch also gives squish if I remember correctly. They start they start Mm -hmm. at level eight. By the time you've done the starting zone, they'll be level ten, and it'll not take you long after that. 
Yeah, I know it goes literally just that happens. It's just yeah. I'm like, uh, you could always raise change. Have to level this from fucking scratch. All right, okay, whatever. Fuck it, YOLO, ish. I guess. I mean, I'm gonna be leveling a Volpira Death Knight when Breach Chats anyway, so I'll I'll level with you. I don't give a shit about Volpira. Oh, it's a, it's the new hotness. I Volpira I've already Death said once I unlock Volpira, everything so will be Volpira. Cute. The, the seriously, the Volpira Death Knight is so fucking adorable i mean they do have they do have all the classes i like i would do monk after this one. I, 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 the shade of death ooh woo so <laughs> or the lich king ooh woo oh boy i'm oh sorry God, no ooh woo give prop more ooh woo um but yeah no basically it's just been working because back to work and super fucking happy about that um and yeah wow i haven't i really need to get in and play some warzone because i'm super fucking behind on the oh yeah you have 30 days by the way to finish up your battle pass back i'm also oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. everybody's been on a wow kick and i've been like slowly grinding through my battle pass everybody's just been on a wow kick we'll we'll do some we'll do some we'll do some warzone tonight not warzone can we yeah. do multiplayer? I don't like Warzone. Yeah, I don't care what uh, we do. We need we need to do some Call of Duty. Warzone. So. <laughs> I, I God. Duty. Um, so yeah, what's new with you? Uh yeah, I I got you know I I got you know bent over, fucked, and kicked out. So you know I'm no longer a retail slave. I'm okay with that. Congratulations. There's but... been. Eight- but more importantly, you are I now are, a slave to what? <laughs> I am a slave to blue collar like construction. Um, oh yeah, no, I meant wow because you're playing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm playing again, but it's like I'm not like I'm I'm not like Kevin. I don't have some huge overarching goal that I'm aiming for. I'm not Chris. <laughs> I don't need all of the characters maxed out and you know able to do everything at once. I, just, I don't need I, that. I, I just kind of. I just kind of. How many de- de- uh, demon hunters was it, Christopher, at max level? Uh, 16 and 10 of them could raid. Yeah, I was going to say 16 max level and 10 of them were kitted for raid. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, I rest my case. I don't really, uh, I don't really uh, care about, you know, doing any of it. I just get on because everybody's on and just kind of have some fun. But it, yeah, no, I'm uh, no longer I'm no longer a retail employee. Uh, and this Yay. last week of vacation has this last week of vacation before I start my new job uh, has been very nice. I took a pay cut and I lost all my benefits and I left four thousand dollars in PTO behind. But, you know, I really don't give a shit because I you just your mental health back. I so burnt out like everybody just needs to make sure they take care of themselves because I was just gone i was absolutely fucked over and i was just done with it all there basically and i told a lot of people this but i had worked 12 months and basically taken a total of like 15 to 20 days off in that whole period of time like that's not that's not yeah it's like i yeah it was not great um i was not in a good place and it went from quarter four prep last year to quarter four to quarter four recovery to covid to summer to back to school and now it's getting ready for quarter four all over again and i was just i was not worth anything to anybody like 
to be honest, I was not worth anything to anybody. Um, and Hyundai Sonata to you too, Snowy. Um, <laughs> he, he keeps he keeps calling me a Kia, and I'm not sure why. So I I figure that's the appropriate way to respond to that. Yeah, car. That's some kind he of. He's called. I'm assuming that's like a European version of a Kia, of a Kia, like one of their sense. station wagons I'm, or something. I'm gonna take a guess. About I know. I, I know exactly what no, he's saying. No. He's told me what it's. Yeah, but I'm gonna take a guess and say that it's actually from when he lived in New Zealand. Oh, Maori. New Zealand. Okay, I was gonna say. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's Maori. Crazy. That is not Scottish. And as an that's not Scottish. Okay, so it's Maori. All right. Meaning, um, stay strong. So, still, still, Hyundai Sonata to you too, my friend. Hyundai Sonata. Um, thank you very much, Zoe, and thank you everyone for all the well wishes. I, I, I'm not going to be getting paid as much. I don't get benefits, but it's just going to be a damn sight better for my mental health. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to keep looking for work. I'm going to try to find right. something that's you know a little bit better for my skill set. But I like working with my hands. I am my father's son. My father was a truck driver for. 20 plus years and I, mean, I would hope you're your father's son otherwise your mom gotta answer some questions <laughs> <laughs> mini cooper right back to you <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah i am I, i'm well in regards to my brothers i'm the youngest of three so i am but i am out of all of them my father's son i like working with my hands i need to work with my hands and doing this retail management shit for seven years was not what i needed for my mental health so uh long story short just gonna give me a chance to you know actually do stuff and i actually get my weekends back and that'll be nice and i'm gonna Yay. work with nine to five with an opportunity to do overtime and you know take on extra projects and do other things which is great i mean my father's dead so it'd be really hard to figure out you know figure that one out at this point um, and you know, he died before, you know, genetic widespread genetic testing was the thing. So yeah. 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 I will say Gab that even just in one week, I have noticed so much of a change in the weight that's on your shoulders. I, I, I know, I know there's been a change. I know I have been like, not, I, I know I've not been a pleasant person over the last year. The last year has been really rough. Like just with how everything was changing in the retail environment and how everything specifically at Target was changing. Um, I was not doing well, and I never got along with the supervisor that they hired last year. So I, he and I never saw eye to eye, so it was always a constant butting of heads. So, um, yeah, uh, it, was, it was a long time coming, and it, uh, it finally came, and I knew it was coming, and when I sat down, I took all my keys off and I took all of my name badges and I put my ID cards and everything down. I'm like, I already know what we're going to talk about here. Bye. <laughs> I was just like, I knew it was coming and I had zero emotion about it. I was like, oh, ah, this is nice. This is nice. I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to get up at 345 in the morning anymore. That'll be really nice. So, um, yeah, uh, but besides that, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone and Slay the Spire and WoW and uh, some Call of Duty over the last two weeks. Um, which you know, Slay oh, the Spire. You got yeah. me on the Slay the Spire. It's yeah. fucking great. I was playing. <laughs> I was playing Slay the Spire a day or two ago, and I was streaming it to the channel and uh, in Discord, and I let Merc, uh, our friend uh, from the Discord, I let Merc mm. uh, pilot the game. 
That was, by I the way, some of the funnest thing. That... that was one of the funnest things I'd ever fucking watched. <laughs> I, I, I was not explaining shit to Merc, and Merc had never played the game before. So Merc was just like, I want to do this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, I know this is a bad idea, but let's do it. Oh, before we forget, can I give a quick shout out and thank you to Bill and LB for sending gifts to basically everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very excited to play this game. It looks amazing. Well I'm too. super excited. I'm totally With excited our friend group, this is going to be fucking What's amazing. What's it called again? <laughs> yeah. uh, it is Among Us. Among Us. Have you ever played this sequel? Kevin, have you ever played Town Called Salem? Have you ever played uh, Werewolf, A Town Called Salem? Any sort of bluffing game? Um, no. Mafia? Okay. Mafia, yeah. Uh, no. Okay, so, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. It's, it's a deception game. Um, someone is a serial killer, and the, the rest are uh, townspeople. Oh, Secret Hitler. You've played Secret yeah. Hitler. You've played Secret yeah, Hitler. It's Secret Hitler. It's Secret Hitler. It's essentially Secret Hitler, but in space. Oh, okay. And you have a bunch of tasks you have to accomplish before you die, essentially. Yes. And the goal is to out whoever the bad person is. Before they wipe games. everyone out. There's a lot of games like this. Um, it's actually been a really popular genre recently in, uh, in the last couple of years in video games. Oh, that's... Yeah, so a uh, massive thank you to both Vil and LB, who's essentially hit, Which, by the way, everyone up in our friends group. With yeah, by like, the way, you two, Vil, LB... Elby, you sent me two copies, and Vil, you sent me a copy also. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, Free gift oh, them. You sent me three copies of the same game. Free gift All one to Doggle. Both of you. And re-gift one to Carrie. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure uh, Doggle's got one, make sure Merc's got one, make sure Carrie's got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need to make sure, sure everybody's got a copy if they, if they are interested and they want to come and sit down and play some games with us. Yeah, Straight this is going to be super fun. Two of you, and with our friend group and the way we, we fucking are, it. It, it's going to be fucking hilarious. This uh, is going to be the most toxic thing I've ever played. But <laughs> it's going to be great. Anyway. <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be too super interesting. And also, you know, uh, they also did recently announce that the sequel to that game will be coming out short. It will be coming out soon-ish. So... Um. Yeah. If we like it, I say you know it's something we can potentially pick up and do as a group again going Wait, forward. What? Sorry. They they announced the There's sequel. There's a sequel. There's a sequel. because oh. the first the current game is built a lot like Space Station 13, and that's not a good thing because Space Station 13 is slapped together with duct tape and spit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yogg's cast actually did a a play. Th- I think it was Yogg's cast who did a who's done a couple of Let's Plays of it, and a couple of other groups have done some Let's Plays. So if you're interested in seeing what the game is like, uh, I will throw one of the videos in. I'll probably do one of the Yogg's Cast ones. Um, uh, But yeah, uh, that's basically our last two weeks. And we'll see if everybody is down with it. Maybe we'll make that back to, we'll we'll turn that back to what was your week like? We'll see how that goes. Uh, so there is, uh, not really any feedback this week, I think. Is that right, Neff? Uh, not on, uh, Google Mail. Not on Twitter, which we still don't use and really need to start. <laughs> We're all We're terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> we are really bad about that. Yeah. Um, Discord, I thought we had some conversations. But we have had conversations on Discord. Yeah. 
it's usually just like spur of the moment. Huh. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been conversations. Yes, there's been uh, conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Kevin, you, of course, have a million goddamn shout outs. Let's go ahead and go through them. Yeah, um, people have been listening to the show from all over the world. Did you guys know that? Yeah, apparently. Yay, countries. I mean, apparently. it's like it's not it's like it's like that there's people that listen to the show that aren't living in the US. We are an international Chris, Chris, show. It, it's like there's people who are on the show that aren't living in the US. That's yeah, also it's true. like half the show aren't living in the US. Right? Mm-hmm. North America, so, best America. Anyway, so people have been listening to the show from the US, Canada, the Russian Federation. The United Kingdom and Germany. Russia's just creeping in there. <laughs> Last yeah, three weeks, it's, it's Russia been, has how, been how many taking have over. We had Russia at the top of the list. Three or four, or on the list. We're a hit in Russia, guys. Three or four. Maybe it's because of our uh, uh, our 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 bleak takes on you know life and reality that you know they really identify with. I mean, we have a homo on the show. I'm surprised. I mean, if you are listening from another country, you're welcome to write us on Twitter or Gmail. Or don't. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> or if um, you're anywhere else in the world. Uh, we are also going to shout out and encourage everyone to also take part and donate to Shady Wish. Um, we'll, we're going we to have, have a little bumper in here in just a second. We're going to have uh, the bumper in again. But we'll 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 talk a little bit about uh, it because I actually did one of the Shady Wish runs last night. Me too. So I, did I. Was I. I was three online. of us did. Three of us did yeah. last night and got our mounts, which was freaking awesome and super appreciated. Definitely. I was part of the tester group. Were you? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was. I was. I was. Yeah, I was one of the. You were a one body. of the bodies to see if they, see see how many it's people. That's the best that Chris ever did in raid. I was. That was really fun. Bill is one of the carriers, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, Phil. Uh, yeah, um, so one of the things that uh, I will mention is that they did a shitload of runs yesterday, and they've been doing a shitload of runs up to this point, and they're going to continue doing these runs through the end of BFA. So as if you they got through yeah, 100 or 110? I think they get to, I think they said, I think they said, I think Retham uh, said last night that they got 120 mounts given away. Oh, or 240 mounts. Yeah. Oh, so I, I think what they That's said was their goal is to do 120 each night that they do it. So that they, sounds correct. That sounds so that's correct. 200, 240 dragons so far. Yep. And yeah. they also did uh, Mythic Jaina carry last night uh, as their very last run of the which night. Which was super and, popular. Which was super popular. Uh, they were having trouble filling up the groups from the Nazoth heroic run. Uh, but the second they opened up the Mythic Jaina for the mount, uh, like 42 people queued instantly. Not mm-hmm. shocked. Not shocked at all. Uh, and uh, they brought two people in and they got two people their Mythic Jaina Frost Shard elemental thing. So that is a. Beautiful elemental, though. It's it's a gorgeous. It's a, it's a nice Says looking mount, shaman. and I understand that they may be doing some more of those. Uh, we'll see. Um, you can go find them. We will have their socials. We will probably have Gretham's socials linked in the thing, and some of the other people that I know, because I know Gretham's channel was the one that was running the queue and a bunch of other stuff too. So um, we'll so have a bunch of their socials. Like- yeah, we'll have a bunch of their socials linked in uh, in the show notes, and we'll 
we'll I think we've already pinned the messages in Discord. So if you're on our Discord, yes. you can check the pinned messages. It's in there. Uh, if you are playing WoW still actively and you want to get them out, go ahead and do it. It was really quick and simple. It was very and easy. It, and it, they are a horde guild, so it's purely yeah. if you're a horde, if you have horde characters. Yep. And North I believe America. the only, North America horde, and I believe the only actual but, gear requirement is to have cloak. the legendary cloak. You just have more. to have the cloak. Yep, and there and Kevin's linked their uh, fundraiser page. That is the stuff that goes straight into the Humane Society of Tampa. Um, mm-hmm. We'll mention that this is not just about running mounts. This is not just about running mounts. They uh, they they're they're going to go a little bit further into this in the bumper that we're about to play. But uh, this is a memorial thing for one of their guildmates, and it is for a very good cause. You don't have to donate anything, and. You don't have to donate anything to be eligible to get involved in the mount runs, but uh, definitely do so. And if you can't donate to that cause, buy a, t- buy a t-shirt or support your local humane society. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump to the bumper right now. Very quickly, their t-shirts, uh, the, the logo that's been designed is amazing on them. So oh yeah, if, you cannot, if, you, if, if you can't donate to the cause, you can buy one of the t-shirts and uh, prep proceeds from the t-shirt will go to uh, the, the fundraiser. Okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it over to the mm-hmm. bumper for them real quick. And You ready, Chris? Where's the bumper? Nope, I've lost it. Okay, Chris Chris is not prepared for this, uh, for this at all. Chris was prepared, but the bumper just crashed. <laughs> hey there, I'm Nick, or Nah for short. My guild, the Outcasts on Area 52, are planning to run a charity event that we're calling Shady Wish, in honor of our guildy Shady, who sadly passed away in 2019. This is the second charity event the Outcasts have done, as we did the same for a guildy named Egon in 2016. His event, as some of you may remember, was called Musa Wish, and raised over $6,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which was donated in his memory. Shady loved animals, and we felt it only appropriate that this event raise funds for a charity he would have loved to support. And so, we are carrying people through Heroic Nazoff to help bring attention to our fundraising efforts. Keep an eye out on r slash wow subreddit for the upcoming post with all the relevant information, and I hope to see you in there. And that's cool. Shady Wish. And that, yep, go ahead. Sorry. Please take part. Wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful cause and they're wonderful people. So please and take even part. Even if you don't or if you don't play Horde, like tell your friends if you know anybody. Exactly. Like, if, pass the information along. It doesn't cost you a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a wonderful cause to donate to. Uh, and again, like I said, even if you don't want to donate to the Humane Society of Tampa, um, Go ahead and donate to your local Humane Society. Just in general, they need all the help they can get. Your mm-hmm. Humane Society does a lot of really good stuff. So I, I'm an animal person myself, so I thoroughly encourage people to donate to their local Humane Society if possible. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep, 100, 100%. There's Humane Societies all over the world. All over the world. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So let's get into this week uh, in gaming, some of the stuff that's been going on recently. Um, who wants Kevin? to take that first one? <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and do it. Um, uh, say it, Chris. Say it. 
Really? Say it. Say it. Sex. Say Chris it. is a giant homosexual. No, no. I said it. I said it. The truth, I out. Mean, truth is out. Accurate. Truth is out. Truth is out, guys. The but, truth is uh, out. Everybody knows now. We've, we've known that for a while, but since it's it, it <laughs> very accurate. The, the, uh, the no, other um, thing. Chris was right. Chris was right. Um, so there was an episode uh, 10, 15 episodes back, maybe. I don't know. I have to dig through the archives and figure out which one it was. Um, but uh, Chris nailed the Shadowlands release, I think, within a day. To the D. Oh, yeah. He nailed it he nailed to, it to the, the day. I believe he I believe his was the 27th of October. It was the 27th of October to the yeah, day I knew is, which is the European release date uh because it is on G- it is releasing at midnight GMT. And what have we established? No, it's releasing midnight uh CEST, Central European Standard Time. Yeah, Central European Standard Time. Well, I I looked at the big map they had and it was uh midnight GM- GMT. Yeah, GMT is well, cuz we're not we're not on GMT right now. We're on British Summer Time. So, um, Shadowlands will be releasing October 26th in the U.S. at 7 p.m. Central. So you can calculate out from there. And it will also be releasing at midnight GMT or British Summertime or whatever the fuck you want to call it. 11, uh, 11 p.m. British Summertime on the 26th. Yeah. Um, and Neth, your son dodged a bullet, didn't he? He's real close to his birthday. By hours. Hours. By hours. <laughs> hours. He dodged I, a bullet. I actually was telling him jokingly, obviously, before we get comments from people that I'm sorry, dude, your 18th birthday is going to have to be canceled because Shadowlands is dropping. Yep. Sucks to be you, dude. Hope you have fun by yourself. (laughs) I know I would not really do that. (laughs) Thank you very much. But it was a good it was a funny joke and he was laughing. So Shadowlands has been confirmed from at Gamescom for the release date of uh, October 26th, 27th, depending on where you are currently versus the dateline uh, versus GMT. Um, so yeah, it's uh, mm. going to be a thing. Carrie saying predict pre-patch in chat. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, I will so, say, tw- I will say 22nd, 23rd. Okay. Oh, you September. and Seth are on the same page then. Cause Seth has already said the 22nd. So you're getting the 23rd. Well, 23rd for Europe. Okay. 23rd for the Europe. Kevin. Um, soon. Yeah. Soon is very vague. Can you give me a date, please? Um, I'm going to say 15. 15. Okay, give me one second. Are you writing this down? I am right now, Seth. 15 of what? September? Yeah, he's saying 15 September. Uh, Kevin. 915 Neff. I'm still thinking you go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, let me see where what the calendar looks like because I assume pre-patch will come out on a Tuesday. Makes sense um, for Europe. Yep. So my money. I'm gonna go on a complete fucking limb here. And I'm gonna say the seventh, which I know is wrong, but I'm gonna say it. The seventh. Okay, September. so that's either a Monday. That's a Monday then. No, the seventh. Uh, sorry, eight. Sorry, nine eight. <laughs> Meant the eighth. Bill is on the twenty fifth. That's a Friday. Twenty <laughs> second. <22nd>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the twenty second. Uh, Neff. 
I'm going to go later. I'm thinking 29. You're thinking the 29th? Nath yep. is on the 29th, okay. Uh, Nath. Hey, Carrie, Carrie do you what have do you, a... Carrie, what do you think? What do you think, Carrie? Yeah, Carrie, what do you think, buddy? Hmm. Uh, if anybody else has any uh, any thoughts on that, send it into our show feedback channel or the general channel over on Discord, or whisper one of us, and we will put you down. Um, and we will try to think of something. Maybe if somebody gets it like spot on, we'll may- we might do something. We'll see. You know, just a just a nice little uh, just a nice little guess. Um, but yeah, so we do have uh, Shadowlands pre patch will be coming within the next. Let's say within the next thirty days. We're going to have Shadowlands pre-patch because the guess I, is going to be. The I guess say, is that yeah, say just before the end of September in general, we'll have it. Yeah. So if I mean, if you want to go October also, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like nine, eight October. I think it's a little late because it is releasing. I, I, they're usually like four to five weeks of pre-patch. Yeah. But they're also bringing back the scourge infection. So they may just like escalate that time frame a little bit. I don't think I think if anything, they will turn it off rather than escalate the pre-patch time because they need to make sure shit works. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest here. This is a really tight time frame, guys. This is two months. That's a tight, tight time frame. And there's been a lot of talk about issues like within the Shadowlands beta currently, so... I'm not gonna lie. Um, the mall still feels kind of unfinished. Yeah, so, I mean, there's been a lot of feedback and a lot of people have been talking about it. And I don't think they're going to be able to fix the Covenant shit. Well, no, they've said, they've said, at least in regards to making them wildly available, there is literally a button for that. Oh, they've I mean, like... They've set up fail guards for that shit. I mean, I mean the fact that there is a clear... They've already figured out the clear numerical advantages and people are already on the beta beginning to... Uh, Remove people from groups because they don't have the correct covenant. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. I've actually noticed that too. Yeah, so I don't already have have time. Beta never mind live. I don't think they have time to fix that, and I would have (sighs) hoped that they had learned their lesson from the heart of Azeroth shit that everybody complained about and hated, and that they just were like, "Fuck it, we're not going to bother with it." But then they put in essences, and then everybody started judging on essence rather than your heart level. <laughs> I mean, if there is if there is something that WoW gamers can use as oh, yeah. a if they can, if they measuring it, stick, if they can, then it, they're they will it. fucking abuse it and make people's lives hell. Because that's how, yeah. that's what humans do. Humans are inanely toxic. Yep, humans are toxic as fuck. So yeah. Okay, so um, I, we actually have some people in this podcast right now that have beta access and have gone through the leveling experience. So tell me about the Showlands leveling experience. <laughs> the Shadowlands? The spelling error on the show. Oh, oh, wow. Showlands? Tell me about the show land. The show has tell gone off the, the rails leveling 15 minutes ago. Oh, uh, this show was never you on the You know me, Kevin. If I see a typo, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk that typo. 
I'm gonna Best say that typo. Chris, Chris had some really poignant thoughts about the leveling poignant. experience. Poignant thoughts about the leveling um, so experience. This this is based on both my leveling experience as well as a really well thought out video done by Preach, and we have we will have the link to the video itself on our show notes. Um, I think, and it's an agreement with with what Preach has uh, said that I that there's going to be a little bit of a shock to some people who are not who are not expecting what's coming with the leveling experience for the first time through. And it's primarily the first characters. Alts, this will be completely different. First characters, this, it's going to be different. Um, okay, so when it came to BFA, for a lot of people, myself included, the biggest thing was getting to level cap fast. Can you give me one second? Mm-hmm. One second. Um... Can you tell me about the Shadowlands leveling experience? God. <laughs> <laughs> you are a toxic son of a bitch. I am a toxic motherfucker. I know Compelling that. content for our listeners. Uh, <clears throat> I can't um, help it. I can't help it. I'm a so, dick. BFA. First, the, the, thing I'm, the thing that was important was getting to level cap. Yeah, was rushing through it. Because you didn't even have to finish the story. You got to level cap, just start doing shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just you could you could go through like if you were a dumbass like me and you went through either Voldoon or you went through uh I told you to uh, do Voldoon. I know you did, you piece of shit. You go through either <laughs> Voldoon or Tide Song. Uh you go through Voldoon or Tide Song. Yeah, you're gonna be there for a while because there's a shitload of side quests in there and you are just gonna level like a mad shit. Okay, but the the consensus was, uh, you know, just doing the main story. You were gonna get, you were gonna. By the time you did the main story, you were gonna hit level yeah. cap. Yeah. Um, this time around, there's not a lot of side quests, which I'm okay with. Great. There are there are some dashed around here and there, but the biggest and most important thing while you're leveling up that I found was you need to. Be utilizing the shit out of these goddamn covenant abilities. Try them out. What's yeah, with your it, face? What is happening? <laughs> you have saying? to try them out. Why? Um, because when you hit level, when you hit level sixty, it's not a case of instantly you pick your covenant and then you just go there or the hell you want. When you hit level sixty, if you haven't finished the, the story. You keep going until you finish the story and unlock your covenants. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point, uh, the whole point of the level experience uh, for the Vest expansion is to try all the covenant abilities. Okay. Uh, you've been, it's, it's, a, it's a linear it's a linear campaign this time rather than a pick pick your pick your zone and go there. For, for your, your first character. character, for your first character, yes. Um, so it's a case of, you know, I'll go through my shaman. I'll do the initial camp. I'll do the initial quest. So go through. I'll go through each zone linear, and I will be go checking out the bastion, um, covenant abilities. I'll be trying all trying them out as much as I can to see how see how they feel. Uh, once I get to the next zone, I'll be doing using their covenant abilities, uh, checking out how they feel and so on and so on. 
when I was going through beta, I hit level cap before I unlocked the fourth and final covenant ability. Hmm. Um, but Classical, obviously you can't do it. Right? Because you had hit... Yeah, so I, I unlocked the actual covenant ability, yeah. but I hadn't unlocked the class ability yet. Um, so by the time I had actually hit 60, I still had plenty of story to go, and I still had plenty to, uh, still had to choose a covenant. But that's what I'm saying. The whole point of it isn't to get you to level cap faster. The whole point of it is to get you to try these abilities, see which one works for you, and make your choice once you've went through and tried them all. Okay. Okay. Which obviously is very different going from going from previous expansions. Hmm. The more time you take leveling up, it's not a bad thing because it lets you have an actual choice. It lets you have more information at the end of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which isn't a bad thing. Because you're going to be stuck with that one for the because rest of Because you're pretty your much going to be stuck with game? it for the rest of the expansion, yeah. Wow. That's pretty hardcore. Can you change it if you don't like it later? You can change it. It's, I believe it's a lot of effort to change it, or it's a lot of effort to level it back up. Like your actual, thought, the actual I covenant you change. Changing it was not as hard as if you then change it back. Oh, is that it? I, I think, because if you change it back... The okay. old one is like, well, you abandoned us before, so you got to prove yourself extra now. Okay, so it's easy, it's easy to change, but hard to change back. Which, yeah, no, that would make sense. Someone abandoned me. I was like, oh, I don't want you back. Right? Baby, come back. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I can't um, sing anymore or we'll get banned from Twitch. No, you, no, you get 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. <laughs> You can you still seconds got a hold on me. Okay, Bye. you were saying? Um, oh, Carrie is, is pointing out that it's important to know that Renown doesn't go anywhere, though. So does that mean if, we, if, if you change and then do eventually change back, your Renown will be the same? Because that would be quite interesting. Um, yeah, so that would be correct. That is correct. That is good. That is actually quite interesting. I would also Bye. like to point out that Carrie says that he loves Chris's speech. It's charming. And I Yay. told him he has no taste, but that's okay. Because I made fun of Chris already, so mm. no. Gotta keep it um, but yeah, for your, for your second character through, you pick your covenant the second you get to the major city. And you just start building up Renown and all that stuff from there. And you can pick whatever zone you want and you just go there. Okay. 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 So that's a bit more what people are, you know, people who are Legion babies or people who are BFA babies will understand that kind of a leveling system. Uh huh. Yep. But for, for newer players, the linear story might be a bit of a shock. So. Besides that, because um, I think you could probably talk about the, you all can talk about the leveling experience for quite a while. Overall, mm-hmm. you're happy with it, um, especially when you, especially when you factor in the fact that Carrie did just mention that there's a 45 in, percent increase to the XP required to level. I oh, if that's the case, that's even bloody better because by the time you actually cap out, you will be 
finishing up your story. So that's even better. Yeah, it's he's saying it's going to line up a little bit more cohesively yeah. with how it's going. So Vinderbar, Vinderbar. <laughs> so I think that might carry cover most of the problems you might have been having, like just over leveling the experience and not being like lined up neatly. Yeah. I'm curious how it lines up for people who strictly do because some people only strictly do the main the main storyline stuff. Yeah, because they actually they actually and, um they're 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 you can tell which one's main story now. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and a lot of people don't want to do the side quests and only do main story. Um, then you have people who do main story and as many dungeons as they can and all the side story stuff. And so I'm kind of curious where everybody's going to be when you factor in that kind of stuff but whatever yeah so i mean it's gonna be an interesting series of things to like go over but uh, the actual we'll leveling experience though i it was a lot of fun and um, there there was some issues in regards to just some of the quest indicators not being very clear but i, I must uh, feedback was put in and hopefully that's cleared up but other than Even that the it was, new indicator well, yes, but I, I, that's more than likely just, oh, they've put it in the wrong spot. Here's some feedback. Fix it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, it's like the actual story itself, each zone story. And so the best, the, the best part about it being a linear story experience is that they can tell a cohesive story. Mm -hmm. It's not a case of each zone has independent stories that will eventually factor into the overarching. The entire experience was an overarching with B stories for each of the zones. Mm -hmm. Which I think is a much better way to, to tell a story. So I will, I will say, moving back to the linear story point was fantastic. Yeah, right. I, I agree. All right. Okay, so we do have a confirmation on season one and the first raid of the expansion. It will be happening November 10th, which is not a very long period of time. That is 14 days. So it's two weeks after launch. Yeah, which isn't it usually like three or four? Generally, yeah. In my experience, it's been a bit longer, but. This would be good for the PvPers and the Raiders to get them in. Uh, it, it, I think Over it's going to... Thanksgiving? I mean, it's going to be two things. It's going to do one of two things. It's either going to be everybody gets through the content really fast and then they get real bored, or this gives people a chance. Because, I mean, I understand the first raid is 10 bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first raid is pretty big. So, I mean, that's going to be a multi-night clear to start with, regardless. It's going to be a multi-night clear to start with. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be... Yeah, the, the cutting-edge push for Christmas, as, as Carrie mentions, that's going to be real fun for people. People are going to love that. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think um, I'm interested to see what comes of it. I probably won't be rating. I'll probably just do my LFR thing because, oh. yeah. Although we said earlier, this is going to be an interesting world first race. It is going to be a very interesting world first race for the for the mythic completion because of how the landscape has changed in the last four months. Not even just 
not even just that, adding the fact that it's going to be over Thanksgiving and Christmas as well. It's, it's going to be over mm. American holidays. And yeah. It's It'll give us something to do during the holidays. But I mean, we also mentioned that it's like, yeah, but I mean, if you're a mythic raider, you're probably just going to know life it. So regardless of family commitments and that kind of stuff. So. Yep. I... <sighs> I, I can it's see no lifing Thanksgiving because it's just Thanksgiving, but I can't see people no lifing Christmas. Like um, it's not just CD Thanksgiving. For, okay. For and world first, yes, I hundred percent see them no lifing it. Anything else, like if you're just a regular mythic guild just pushing through, I Oh no, don't, don't get me wrong. If if we're if like if like even like our guild, like my European guild, we're at, we'll take our break at Christmas. We will we always take a break at Christmas. Um but I can we don't, totally we see. We don't raid the Christmas week. I can totally see the no lifers and the the like world firsters. If it's still, I don't think we'll be at world first still at that point. I think world first will have definitely been taken care of by that point. But at least because, over Thanksgiving, you're going to get it. Depends. Depends on how long the world first takes. Yeah, and and Carrie's hundred percent right, and this is exactly what I was just saying. Winter break is winter break unless you're top one percent. Hmm. You're a top one percent guild. You don't give a fuck. If you're not, then yeah, take your fucking break, dude. Don't fucking give yourself a fucking don't don't destroy your 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 personal connections over the sake of a fucking video game. What if Who you don't like? Shit? What if you don't like or care about your personal connections? I mean, and if that's the case, if that's you the case. You. you do you, yeah. <laughs> it was a joke, but I mean, it's like. I I would never want to be associated with anybody that, you know, was like, oh, well, we need to get server first. Like, world first is already done, but we need to get server first. And I was like, no, I don't give a shit. Server first is good. Who, who, who gives a shit? And yet Carrie's 100% right there. And that most, most top 1% are very much in that camp of, eh, who needs human beings? I have pixels and dragons. I mean, in fairness, I'm mostly in the camp of who needs human beings. <laughs> I'm not I, in one percent, and I'm. In but the I work camp. in healthcare, so that's probably why. I like human beings for the most part. Yes, you also don't have to travel anywhere to see your family. Just need to leave your I mean, bedroom. Not accurate, actually. My so, family is currently sitting two feet beside me on the couch. So, what is un, what is inevitably going to spawn a discussion? Mm -hmm. Afterlife. Yes. So we got, What's if that? you haven't seen it yet, the link will be in the show description. And it was linked like 15 million times in the Discord. So, including some really cool memes. So, <laughs> so spoiler alert, if you haven't sat down and watched Bastion yet, I would strongly suggest you pause this podcast and go spend the three minutes and watch Bastion. The Afterlife Bastion yes. uh, animatic. This isn't because as good as the Jaina music video. What? The Jaina music video. They have the last expansion. Oh, um, uh, you're talking about Warbringers. You're talking about the Jaina Warbringers. Yeah, Daughter of the Sea. Daughter of the Sea. I um, I will not compare the two of them because they were go they were both of them are going in two completely separate directions for what this for what they were. Jaina oh, yeah, gave uh, me goosebumps for different reasons this, than what Bashing gave me goosebumps. I yeah. was like, eh, it was okay. It was good. But one. it's like it opens up. It opens up a whole can of worms. About, oh, it opens up like a million can of worms. It opens up a ton of can of worm, a ton of worm cans, and it's just like, 
Okay, so yeah, because Chris and I had a very long discussion with this, and Izzy was involved, and a couple other people were involved in this as well. <laughs> Wait, uh, are there multiple cans of worms, theories? or are there just more worms within the there single are can? There multiple cans of worms that are being opened. Yes. Yeah. Worms everywhere. I wasn't um, sure if it was just a really big can, or if it was I several spoke. There's all there's, cans. there's a series there's of very large cans, and but there's also a large series of small cans. Yep. Okay. Um, so there's a genuine shit. Like, I think the biggest thing we kept talking about was, um, I think the biggest thing we kept talking about was the soul rending sequence. Yeah, I think that was what I think that was the thing that caused us the most like discussion and conversation, like trying to figure out what exactly that meant. Because, so I All about the, your soul is damaged. Uh yeah. So the thing is, is that we know. Uther is inside Frostmourne. Yes. During Wrath of the Lich King. We know he's inside of Frostmourne during the Wrath of the Lich King. Because we speak to him. We speak mm-hmm. to him at all. When we are doing the fin- so, specifically the final dungeon of the three. False reflection? Yes. So the other thing that I've neglected to mention is that Uther's fucking ghost is in the Plague Lands, by the way, also at his memorial. I want to say that's more of just a little, little Easter egg. No, he actually has a couple of quests that he does. There, oh, there are main quests thing. out there. Well, in classic, there were quests you had to go through. So yeah, Uther's ghost they had the this fucking, mind. <laughs> Uther's ghost is in the fucking Plaguelands. He's also inside of Frostmourne. And now apparently he's in the Shadowlands as well, too. So there's a sequence when it's showing Uther looking back on, yeah, timeline shit, yeah. Um, there's a sequence in the short where it's showing the Lich King striking Uther down. And what he does... Which, brilliant, brilliantly animated, by the way. Yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, so you see Arthas just fucking plunge Frostmourne deep into his chest, and you watch the runes light up, and it's just like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, so you also see, though, during that sequence, as his soul is being sucked out by Frostmourne from his body, you watch a blue half go into Frostmourne and a golden half fly backwards, fly away I'm from I'm very glad you noted the colors. I'm yeah, very glad and, you noted the colors. Yeah. Blue for Frostmourne, golden for the light. Yeah. So the so half of his soul is ripped away to the Shadowlands and half of his soul is ripped into Frostmourne. And yeah, so he gets to Bastion, gets to Bastion in uh, the Shadowlands, and he's like, I can't forget, I can't forget, it hurts still to this day, I remember it like it was yesterday. Now, mind you, Shadowlands has a lot of fucking wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey shit going on with it. Yep. So, we know that the Shadowlands doesn't run concurrent with the real world, the material plane. Like, the time in Shadowlands does not run concurrently with real-world time. We don't so, know if it's slower or faster. Because some areas it feels like it's slower, some areas it feels like it's faster. Yeah. So we know that some time fuckery happens in the Shadowlands. We, but what uh, we don't know is... Uh-huh. Huh? Time fuckery? Yes, time fuckery. Lots time of time fuckery. fuckery. Yeah, lots of time fuckery. Time buggery, in fact, too. Uh, happens in the Shadowlands. Um, happens inside the Shadowlands. So we don't know how long it takes. 
we do know that we don't know how long Uther is in the Shadowlands for before he is raised and ascended as a Kyrian or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know. Um, Bastionite, whatever. Bastionite. Yeah, yeah, Kyrian. So, and, and, and Carrie, of course, brings up Interstellar, which is time dilation caused by you move at what you perceive as normal speed inside of the event horizon of a black hole or inside of the gravitational field of a black hole relative to the rest of the universe because you're going so fast. Stuck in a bookshelf. Yeah, stuck in a bookshelf with a shitty watch. Um, so it brings up a lot of wibbly-bobbly, timey-wimey shit. And we need to also figure out where the rest of Uther's soul is. Because Frostborn was shattered. It was in Frostborn. Yeah. As a point, though, because we don't... What, what, what happened to Uther? The splitting of the soul and half of it going to the Shadowlands, half of, or whatever portion of going to wherever... We don't even know if that happened to anyone else. Yeah. There's no indication that that happened to anyone else. Now, see, the big question is, do we find the good half of Sylvanas in Shadowlands somewhere? Do we find Tyrannus somewhere in Shadowlands? King Ter- do we find King Tyrannus? Do we find a portion of King Tyrannus? Do we find a portion of Sylvanas? Do we find a portion of Sarfang the Younger? This you opens think- so many fucking... There's so many that, rabbit holes um, that are being opened by this whole cinematic mm-hmm. sequence. You think yeah, Arthas is going to be good again? They're going to suck the good it, part it of them out? It wholly and completely depends. Because we did not slay the, the consciousness of the Lich King. We slayed Arthas Minithal. Mm-hmm. We slayed the physical form of Arthas Minithal. And Chronicles and a bunch of other stuff has confirmed that no, Ner'zhul was not destroyed. He was simply shunted off into a side piece of uh, Arthas's psyche, essentially. And the thing is with Arthas, it's, saying, it's, it's said that his soul was the first one consumed by Frostmourne. Mm-hmm. But we know that the Frostmourne souls are still there, so it ends up in the Shadowlands anyway. Once the, well, once the soul was destroyed. The, you have a whole fuckery with the Death Knight class hall and Legion. Oh, shit, yeah. Where you're going and collecting souls from Frostmourne. Yep. So, this yeah, it's a, another a, spanner and all. A whole, fucking, a whole fucking series of rabbit holes that we could go down and we could probably talk about for an hour and a half to two hours at least. And that's just going over the stuff we've already Armored talked about asleep. in the past. Not the new but stuff. Ver- but very quickly, just for the for the rest of the Bastion one, Uther does get his justice, as it as it was a uh, as it was and mentioned. I do not like Uther no. by putting Arthas into the Mall. Is that right? He, he, he by superseding by superseding the actual path of the Shadowlands because they're supposed to be taken to the Arbiter, and the Arbiter decides where their souls are supposed to end up. Mm-hmm. From at least from Bastion, it looks like they skipped the go to the Arbiter part and just dumped them. Yep, dumped them in what? Which which half? The mall. Into the mall. Arbiter. No, there's the sequence right before that, and when she tells him, when he comes here, we're gonna get to him first. Yeah, sorry. I yep. thought I thought you meant that um, Uther had skipped the Arbiter, and I was like. 
But Uther, I, Arthas, from the looks of it, Arthas' soul never, at least from what I took from Arthas' soul, never went in front of the Arbiter. Yeah, to be deemed, I agree. You're going to Revendreth, you're going to Bastion, you're going to wherever. It was <laughs> just a case of the sorting hat. Mall. Bye. Yeah, I, goodbye. I agree. I just missed what, misunderstood what you're saying. I thought you were re- referencing that Uther never went before the Arbiter. Which, I, I got to be honest, which, to be honest, we don't know if that's where he was supposed to go. Yep. And then, I mean, that's also brought up some of the other stuff that we've talked about, like the machinery of death being broken. Uther is a bad guy now. Well, because of Wibbly Wobbly Timing Wimey shit, that event could have happened during Legion. I don't think well, that's what happened. I don't think it did. No. I don't but, think but, that's but what happened. Because of Wibbly Wobbly Timing Wimey, it might have. Chris, it who is does. that girl that he was with? Devos? Devos, she is one of the. She's Kyrian. one of the. Ba- the, the, the what's the word? What's the word? Praetor? Paragons? Paragon. 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 So she could have told him, like, oh, this is where he's supposed to go, and then he dumped. No, the thing is there. that the no, no, is that they don't tells people where people go. The Kyrians don't make that decision, they just execute the decisions the, that are given. The, the Kyrians don't even execute, they ferry, they ferry people's souls from Azeroth or from Draenor That's or from right. whatever planet to the Shadowlands, they are the and boatman. then they take them to Bastion. They, they are the, the, the arbiter at Bastion is the one that says, this is what I see from your soul. This is where you're supposed to go. And we yeah, didn't see him put the, Arthas in front of the arbiter. No, they, they literally say in the cinematic. They are judged during executioner I, there. Yeah, when he, when he, they are judged during executioner. They yeah. say when he gets here, we're going to deal with him. We're going to get him first. So the implication there is that they completely bypass the entire machinery of the Shadowlands and just take judgment into their own hands. And dumped them. And just dumped them straight into the mall. Hmm. Hmm. So it opens up a kind of can of worms because, yeah, like I said, this could have some ramifications as, with the machinery of death. As multiple people in our chat channel have said, Uther and, and Davos did a very bad thing that day. Oh, okay, so, so Carrie said that. Seth is being facetious. I Harry know, said they did a bad thing, but Seth is think, being facetious. Do you think that's what broke the um that's the sorting one hand? of the theories? That's, that's 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 a potential to have at least began the process it? of breaking it. Yeah. And we don't know when this happened, right? It could have happened yes, long ago. We don't have any idea about when exactly within the material world these events take place. The only thing we know is that it would have happened between the death of Arthas and whatever fully broke the machine in Legion. Legion, which we kind of believe we've narrowed down to somewhere uh, around Nighthold. A, yeah, between Nighthold and Tomb, I think. Right, but in the Shadowlands, time might not be the same, so it could have. That That's what we're saying. It, There's some wibbly wobbly, timey wimey fucking shit. So could have cracked yeah. it, and then until we get the whole broke. story, we can't say anything. We can't like say anything definitive at this point. We do know that at some point between Wrath of the Lich King, between Ice Crown Citadel and the shattering or the breaking of the machine, which we talked about pretty extensively and basically yeah. kind of it, mapped down to it's between it's between the very latest Tomb of Sar- uh, Tomb of Sargeras and mm-hmm. at the very earliest Trial of Valor. Yeah, because Halia was still around, and we know that. Isera is one of the last creatures to go through the Shadowlands proper, like go through the Shadowlands process correctly. Or it wasn't completely broken yet. 
Well, that's what we're saying. Is that that's it, what we're it, saying, it yeah. breaks sometime between sometime between uh, the Valshara, uh, Valshara, which canonically is the last zone. Ah, uh, well, Suramar, but yeah. Yeah, but, but, but out of the leveling experience, canonically it's the last one. Right, but I'm, what I'm saying is that event could have broke it, and then it just cracked and cracked and cracked no, no, until no, it Heim- broke completely. Heimol is the last one. Heimol? No, Heimol. Stormheim? Yeah, Valshara is the second, is the second place, because it goes yep. Azuna, Valshara, Stormheim, Suramar. Uh, so is, is this, is this Heimel, just sorry. an elaborate ruse to, like, bring back Wrath of the Lich King because that's everyone's favorite expansion. I mean, in fairness, Legion was a, in case of emergency, uh, break glass for Burning Crusade. This is potentially yeah. in case of emergency, break glass for Wrath of the Lich King. Um, break this to redo Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> in, event, in event of subscriber loss, break for Wrath. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. <laughs> But it's not a bad thing. How do we tie back, back to, to expansions kind of that people liked? Thing. I mean, if that's what we're doing, we're gonna get we're gonna be getting Mr. Pandaria at some point. Well, the thing is, though, <laughs> we actually kind of did Mr. Pandaria in this expansion. Again? Yeah, we oh, kind, yeah, of kind of did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. Cataclysm and Mists. We did Cataclysm Horde and Mist. War all over again. Jesus Christ, you're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, we did Cataclysm and Mist. Can I just say? Can we not? Can I just say, can we not have any more Horde Civil fucking wars? I think it's hilarious because that just shows how, <laughs> how unorganized the Horde is as a whole. And how much they keep be... fucking trusting dumbasses. The Horde, but the Horde is all about togetherness. I learned that through the Vopera quest. Yeah, the Horde is all about togetherness until they elect the Banshee Queen as their, their king or, you know, <laughs> uh, about the time that they made the woefully unprepared sociopath their king. Can you know, Kevin. Every, yeah. Everyone is together in the horde. Okay. They take oh, in yeah. all outsiders. Everybody's together until they build ghettos for everybody but orcs. <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 no. no he's not even happened. wrong. The goblin literally slums happened. happened. That literally happened in Cataclysm. Uh, sorry, Warlords of. No, Cataclysm. Yeah. How's that cataclysm? literally happens in Cataclysm. Garrosh kicks out everybody but orcs from the from core. Valley of the strength. core of Orgrimmar. Valley of Strength was pre- was only orcs, uh, yeah. and you had Valley of Wisdom, which was trolls, uh, to- uh, tro- trolls and goblin, and then the Torim were around the back. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. They he he literally did a pogrom against everybody that wasn't an orc during Cataclysm. Hmm. I mean, this is so, also the same time he firebombed a group of night elves in the middle wait, of the forest. Is- and is, this was um, also building up to him dropping a mana bomb on a city. This was him nuking. This was him going full Hiroshima on Theramore. Yeah, no, seriously, he f- went full Hiroshima on Theramore. Uh, which, by the way, and Gav, you know this, if it wasn't for Ronin, that would have taken out half a Kalimdor. Yeah, no, Ronin literally sacrificed his life. The greatest archmage, one of the greatest archmages of the entire Kirin tour, and a huge Mary Sue written by, uh, by Richard Knack. Um, Sacrificed himself in a blaze of glory and saved half of Kalimdor because, because that Garrosh- mana bomb would have taken out all of it. Because they literally they used a they used a dragon aspect artifact that helps them focus shit. And we've lost uh, Kevin. Um, they used a fucking aspect. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, you're Kevin typing for- shit into 
hosts and then I accidentally clicked on their own channel. Put your cam back on because you're currently Craig. I am Craig, secretly. <laughs> um, so he literally takes a artifact of immeasurable power used by the arcade aspect of magic, Malagos, and then he fucking lets goblins attach explosives to it. Yep. He lets goblins play with it. That was his first mistake. That was his fucking mistake. And then he fucking drops it on Theramore during the Siege of Theramore event. And yeah, if Ronan hadn't contained the power uh, with a barrier and sacrificed his own life. Yeah. Orgrimmar wouldn't exist. Everything from the everything from Tenaris up in through Orgrimmar to Hygel up to Hygel would have just been wiped out. This is like Sundering 2.0 that he prevented. This is the Sundering, the Shattering, the Cataclysm 2.0. He completely stopped it and gave his life, which, you know, made him from just like a Mary Sue, I can do anything, you can do better character to, you know, on savior. savior. I mean, mind you, this is also the man who had a hyper-intelligent raptor friend. I'm lost. Which, I'm by lost. the way, have we seen anything from the twins yet? No, we have not seen anything of Ronan and Illyria's uh, children. But Illyria. at the Illyria. Illyria. No. Yeah, um, Illyria is Tyrallian's oh, yeah, wife. Tyrallian, sorry. I, for some reason, I thought you Verisa. It's Verisa. I always yeah. get Valera and Verisa mixed up. That's why you screwed me up for a second there, because I was like, Valera Sanguinard wasn't fucking Ronan. What? Verisa Windrunner. She was a toddler, Christopher. Yo, what if, um, <laughs> what if like Sylvanas breaks off as a third faction with all of the four happen. undead factions? Never gonna happen. We are gonna, gonna fucking happen. kill her. And I, think, I don't think we're gonna I, kill her. I, I think my supposition is we're gonna kill bad Sylvanas and we're gonna drag good Sylvanas out of the Shadowlands. And I think they're gonna fucking do that. They're gonna fucking. They're gonna just shit all over it. I don't, I, God, I hope they don't do that. Uh, as someone who was a proud loyalist during the Sylvanas, uh, yeah, during the Battle Browser, without being led around in chains inside of Orgrimmar. I know, right? As someone Guys, who was a but... proud loyalist, I want us to actually, I don't want us to, I don't, I don't care if we don't kill her, but I would like to kill her. But what yeah, about no. all of the good Sylvanas versus bad Sylvanas slash fiction that's, that that's can come out of that? That's something that I am spinning as just your tinfoil right now because there are two halves to Uther's soul pulled out of Frostmourne and Sylvanas was also killed by Frostmourne but my thought on Uther is that he was so inundated and so uh, loyal to the light is that's what pulled him pulled half of his soul I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know that's the thing thing. we don't know anything about this we don't know that's that's my thought process that's your tinfoil and that's fine that's my tinfoil I respect that so I don't I'm, know what we're going to be dealing with here. I'm just thinking of somebody like Duggle listening to this and being like, I'm just going to go shoot things in Call of Duty. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, like, what the fuck? So, and then Carrie is, uh, sorry, uh, LB, sorry, your colors are pretty close in chat. LB mentioned StarCraft to her, and I 100% can see them doing something like that. Oh, no. Let's not carry so her, please. 
Guys, is Sylvanas right now, is she still considered Horde or is she considered no, she, out of the she's Horde? considered she, neutral. She is, no, not neutral. She's an antagonist. Okay, you know what I mean. She's not, she's not considered Horde Alliance. She's considered an NPC faction now. Yes, she is an independent antagonist at this point. Hmm? So, Did anyone I, go with her besides the undead? No, no one, no one went with her. She fucked off by herself into the and, fucking yeah, naughty, so she, like, so she like, Don't get me wrong, she has some... No, she has some of her loyalists. Like there will be loyalists to go with her. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of her dark rangers will be with her. Nathanos will be uh, will be part oh, of Nathanos that. Nathanos is in the Shadowlands. Is in uh, the Plaguelands. Remember? Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Nathanos is still like loyal to her. Nathanos is still will, yes, will, there will are be still, still part of her plans. Banshee if... loyalists. There are still Banshee loyalists that exist. I don't think any of them are with her. Not in the Shadowlands. No, but there maybe will be some here. dark rangers. Maybe she ripped some of the dark rangers with her, but I doubt it. What about those Valarkies? Valkyr? The Valkyr? Valkyr, no. Valarkies? What? I think the Valkyr Valkyr may have realized the exact... Well, she's down to what? One now at this point? Two. Two. Still two. Brinja is dead. Can't remember the names of them, but I think there's still two. She she had three... She had three at Darkshore. She had three left at Darkshore, one died. died. And then and then Taronda kills Brinja. Taronda and Malfurion kill Brinja. So two. So there's two left. So the Valkyr don't there's not a whole lot of them left anymore. Well, at least and, not Dark Valkyr anywhere. So and she failed at her attempt to convert more pure Valkyr into Dark Valkyr. So 100% she's going to be a raid boss this expansion, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, she'll be a raid boss. Whether we kill her is a different question. I mean, she's got to 100% be a raid boss. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how that story fits into the whole Shadowlands thing in general, though. Cause, like, because, like, are we fight? Are we trying to bigger. hunt her down and kill her? Or are we dead and going to the well, mall? We're going I, to the Shadowlands because of her. Yeah, because we're going to the Shadowlands because that's of where she her is. machinations. No, because she literally shattered the world, Kevin. Yep. Okay. You broke the bounds between the, the two worlds. You, you remember the Shadowlands cinematic, right? You remember that, where, right? You know, she, no. she breaks the helm of domination with her bare hands. And it literally breaks the sky? Yeah, and, you know, because there's literally, oh, there's literally two people. There's literally... She literally just solos one of the strongest figures in the world. She I just mean, walks up and just like there's a one. Lot, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things about Bolvar that makes it like that it would have been possible for her to do that. I I think that that was I think that was a narrative mistake personally. Like I Bolvar think there's play. a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of reason that that would have been possible. I think it's possible, but I also think that that was narratively, I don't like that, you know, they all always set up at the Lich King as this big bad and it took 40, a 40 man raid. It took 25 men, people and a, yeah, you know, legacy, took, hugely no, no, powerful no, 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 no. lore character. It took 25 people and a hugely powerful lore character to kill Arthas. Not the Lich King, to kill Arthas. Bolvar is... Oh, very new to this, and he doesn't have Frostmourne. Bolvar's this been is Bolvar's that for like still years at this point. This is yeah, but how long was Arthas on the throne though? About eight years. Remember, there's a five-year time gap between that's what I'm... between Warcraft three and Classic. 
And how long between Red Wrath Lich King and now? Wrath of the Lich King now uh, is almost eight years at this point, because it was six years in for Wrath. Wrath was six years into like a classic lifespan. Okay. He's been like canonically, in canonical terms, he's been the Lich King almost as long as Arthas was the I Lich don't King. feel like it's been that long. Uh, we did the math about Anduin's age, remember? Yeah, and I don't think it worked out that long. Anduin is like 19, I think. Fuck, I'm going to have to pull that goddamn... All that 19. How old how old was he when he came back? When Varian came back? When Varian came back, he was like he was 12, 13, something like that. Okay, really so that least. would if it's 13, then that means he was only been on there for six years. That's still uh, not a not a full amount of time compared to Arthur. As of Plus, Alfred, as Rothmore, is 19 years old. As of BFA, Andwin is 19 years old. I'm just saying, Arthas had way more advantages compared to Sylvanas, uh, compared to Bolvar. Frostmourne alone would give him a larger power boost. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, it's been more than 15 years in the overall time frame of WoW. It's been, uh, no, it's actually been, I think it's been like 12 or 13 it's been years. less than 15. It's 12 or 13 years, give or take, in total. And it's we, we know this is what happens when Gavin and I disagree on things. There's a nine year time frame between at the very minimum classic and BFA. We know there's a bare minimum. So I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on. There is just an absolute lot of shit going on there. So um, there's a lot of fuckery. But I will I will post all of my research onto timelines and time frames at a later date. Um we've talked about wow all fucking day. Yeah. I'm gonna just say this. Skolomance has the healthiest meta I have ever seen in Hearthstone. Wow. Oh, that's it kind is, of impressive. High praise. It's been six years, I think, since Hearthstone came out. And it has the healthiest meta I have ever seen. It is changing day to day, week to week, and in some cases, hour to hour at high legend and at certain at certain breakpoints within the ladder, within the ranked ladders. It is changing constantly on the standard side, which is good. A healthy meta should change and adapt to itself constantly. So I think they hit it out of the park with Skullamance. I think Skullamance is fantastic. But you said, okay, that's standard. Not yeah, wild. for standard. Wild is still just a shit show. Wild is still an absolute Wild's always going to be a shit show. That's the point of Wild. Wild will always, always, always be a shit show. Um, but yeah, so I've been very happy with it. I'm, I finished up my Wild grind to Dad Legend, and I'm going to try to hit Real Legend and Standard in the next three days? Two days? We'll see how that goes. It's going to take a shitload of games. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like a minimum of... It's a minimum of like 50 wins. So, yeah. It's actually more like 75 wins, but yeah. Um, we didn't really have a whole lot else going on in the news this week. Not really, no. I mean, except Gamescom. Yeah, there was a bunch of Gamescom stuff, but did anybody really sit down and watch all the Gamescom information? Nope. 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 I did um, see that Blops... Cold War was announced with a bunch of controversy. Call of Duty Blops 
was announced. Black yeah. Ops Cold War. Uh, so that's the newest game in the Black Ops series released by Activision. Um, it does the same thing that Modern Warfare did, which was basically soft reboot the franchise. Mm-hmm. And brings back a bunch of like fan favorite characters and things like that. Uh, but there was some controversy about the initial ad they did a couple weeks back. Uh, you, mean the, you mean the Tiananmen Square footage? Yeah. Because there was footage of the Tiananmen Square uh, protests. Oh. In it. And yeah, then they removed it uh, in the most recent launch trailer. Mm-hmm. And then they also added some footage from like a Russian person that's been uh, associated with like the alt right or something. Yeah, some, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's. So what you're saying is they made some interesting choices. They definitely made 100% some interesting mm-hmm. choices. That's one way to say. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, they've also confirmed that they will be attempt. What they're going to attempt to do is that they're going to attempt to bring all of your skins and unlocks and shit from Modern Warfare into Black Ops because they're going to be continuing Warzone and they're going to attempt to make it like cross game, cross platform, cross generation. Can they just make it a single game, like? It kind of already is. That's the thing. It's a, it's a standalone. Campaign. It's already a standalone versus the real game versus the full game. So the goal is to integrate the new content from Black Ops seamlessly into Warzone. Okay. Uh, um, so some sprunk stuff. Someone has also linked a seasonal event that's happening in Modern Warfare and Warzone, Games of Summer. Snap, is this you? Yeah, that was me. Sorry. You want to talk about it or? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a computer issue. Just one second. Okay. Already? It's no. Okay. Issue is a bad word. I, I did something. Just... Shut up. <laughs> Aggressive. Games of Summer. The first trial will launch 10 a.m. Pacific time on. Uh, okay. What is Games of Summer? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So it's five trials of skill and a gunfight tournament on the new stadium mask based on yeah. your performance in the trials, which you can do an unlimited number of time. You can earn rewards, including vehicle skins, XP tokens, um, vehicle horns, calling cards, and legendary blueprints for weapons. Um, points earned will also feed into an international tournament weighted by country participants with one nation crowned as the winner at the end of the event. Wow. Um, so trial one is a gun course, um, with the, and that starts August 28th. So yesterday, um, make your way through the course as fast as possible while clearing all enemy targets and avoiding civilian casualties. Um, trial two starts today. Um, it's called Price's Alley. You eliminate an endless series of enemy targets while avoiding civilians to maintain the combo for as long as possible. Uh, starting tomorrow is Risky Parkour. So you have to move through each checkpoint and finish the course as quickly as possible. And you have to avoid the heavy toxic grass that is found on low ground. So you literally have to parkour it. It's, it's literally a series of the trials that are yep. available yep. in-game. Yep. 
but they've made it into a way to get some extra stuff. So um, then there's a shooting range, and then there's a marksman challenge. On... Uh, the marksman challenge and the shooting range. Yeah. I won't do anything else. I hate the rest of their trials. The trials make me very upset. <laughs> reason I have like six... right, there's a reason I have like 60 freaking trial tokens. But I mean, I, it's, it's kind of a fun little seasonal event that they've tossed in for um, Warzone and for the full game. So something worth checking out and gives cool. you a chance to see the new stadium map. There you go. Um, somebody put some Spunk 77 news in here. Nope. Oh, that was me. Okay, go ahead. Talk about Spunk 77. God, stop calling it that. It's... No, that's <laughs> new name. Okay, so um, they have confirmed that um, following along the lines of Witcher 3, it's going to have free DLC after launch. Um, so basically, they were asked, and their response was to share an animated GIF of the Kool Aid Man saying, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but be a com- so it's just like Witcher 3, it'll be a combination of free and paid DLC. Yeah, so. Um, just for comparison, it said Witcher 3 had 16 pieces of free DLC with two expansions that cost money. Yep. And there was a lot of, I mean, a lot of it was like minor cosmetic style stuff and, you know, bits and bobs here and there. But there was also a lot of really interesting stuff mm-hmm. in their DLC. So in their in the free DLC program, I liked it. There was a lot of really interesting outfits and things like that. So, so that's I, liked it. It. I liked it. Um so this is your uh, one, Gav. Yeah, TLDR. Uh, Epic tried to alpha up and uh, you know square up with Apple and failed, and then Apple laughed in billionaire. <laughs> Apple laughed in billionaire. I love that. <laughs> Basically, so uh, I mentioned this before uh, in Discord a couple of times. So uh, Epic, Epic did some things and vl- flagrantly breached a contract they had written with Apple. And Apple exerted the uh, pressures allowed to them under their contract and banned Epic. Then they went a step too far and they banned these Unreal SDK accounts, which they use for distributing and uh, doing stuff. And yeah, so a judge has ruled that Apple's well within its right to remove Epic products from their store, which they are still keeping them off their stores. but they do not have the right to uh, remove some stuff. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. Let's see. Where were we? Uh, the California judge overseeing the case between the two companies uh, declined to stop Apple from banning Epic accounts from their Apple store. Um, and the public statement... Uh, is willing to read to Epic's account if the company removes the changes from Fortnite while the two companies uh, debate at a trial. Uh, let's see. Because Gav's the one that knows all back. the information. Sorry, okay. sorry. Uh, that, was the, that was the optometrist telling me my glasses are ready. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the court ruling that uh, for the initial injunction is that Apple cannot ban the SDK, the Unreal Engine SDK. They cannot ban that from their iOS platform because that's not the violation. Uh, But 
Epic, the developer, can sure as fuck be banned from the store. So TLDR, you can still use the Unreal Engine in games or anything that you may have on iOS, but you, Epic can't publish anything to the App Store currently. So that's hilarious as fuck. I mean, it's just the irony of Epic of all fucking people wanting and going, oh, it's not fair that you're doing this. Like, what? When they've done some pretty shady shit yep. with the Epic Game Store. But the funniest thing about this whole thing is that Epic knew what they were doing, and they really fucked up by doing that because that's why the judge banned them, because they flagrantly violated their contract. Um, offering a discount on V Virgin Bucks if they're bought from the Epic Store rather than through the iOS app, which, you know, iOS requires you to make purchases through the iOS process. So I believe it is just V Bucks, but Virgin Bucks also works. I like Virgin Bucks. I think it's funny as fuck, personally. So I mean, that's probably a really old dead joke at this point, but I still like it. Um, so yeah, and yeah, so they were trying to get around Apple taking their 30% cut, which Apple does that, Google does that. Um, they famous Epic famously had a fight with Google back in 2017, I think, where Fortnite was removed from the uh, Google Play Store over the exact same thing because, uh, oh, well, it's an Android. You can just sideload the app off of the APK. And they tried that, and it was terrible for them it went fucking poorly um but at the same time i mean epic does have some does raise some valid points in some of the things they've said in that apple makes sweetheart deals with certain app developers and certain platforms and it's not fair for them not to equally apply the same rules to everybody now here's the thing and we always we always say this about epic though how many times have we said we like your message and thought process we hate your fucking execution i hate the actions they are taking i think what they're doing overall is a good thing like i think that aiming for a better cut for smaller developers is a great thing everybody i don't think any of us are going to disagree that giving small developers a bigger cut of their revenue is a good thing. It's I don't a fantastic think, thing. I don't think the way they've gone about it is good or honest or anything at this point. Um, good idea per implementation, as Seth said. Um, so, but yeah, there's just a lot of shit going on with that, and Epic is being a child. But the thing is, like, they flagrantly violated their contract with Apple mm-hmm. is the problem. Because they not only did they push this update without telling Apple through cert and get it certed and go live. Um, they, um, and I'll come back to that in a second. Son. Um, but they pushed this through cert. They then when Apple rightly and inevitably banned them almost instantaneously from the store. They launched a huge media campaign, a huge social media campaign with free the Fortnite hashtags on social media, which they themselves started the hashtags. Which they already had, like, uh, graphics and videos and all that shit set up. Yeah, they had a they fucking parody account, parody yeah. of the Apple 1984 ad. Which was called 1980 Fortnite. 
So yeah. Sin, I'm actually going to get to that question, though. So Sin, Untamed Sin in Twitch brings up, these ideas are only chatting about mobile, right? Not 100%. Because if you remember correctly, iOS is a universal operating system. Yeah, it applies to Mac computers as it well. It applies to their computers as well. It applies oh. to their hardware also, not just Wait, their does that Wait, does that mean Fortnite can't be used on Mac, period? Yeah. Yes. Not not completely. It's slightly different on computers versus that. But what they were trying to do is ban the SDKs for Unreal SDKs from being written for iOS to be used for iOS to push certs and things of that nature. So it could have potentially led to all of your Unreal games being disabled on your Mac computer. Fortnite itself is still available to play on Mac at the moment as far as I am aware. But all of this could have led to an issue where Epic Games and Unreal Engine was just gone off of iOS, the platform itself, completely. Because of how Apple works as a walled garden in which their mobile, the iPhone, uh, iOS, is pretty much the exact same thing as their desktop ios or their laptop ios it's all part of the exact same ecosystem all feeding through the app store okay um so it says in in an epic press release it says apple's blocking fortnite updates and new installs on the app store and has said they will terminate ability to develop fortnite for apple devices as a result fortnite's newly released chapter 2 season 4 update will not release on iOS and Mac OS on August 27th. If you still want to play Fortnite on Android, you can access the latest version, blah, blah, blah. So. From APK, because they're, also, they're also suing Google, too, at the same time. So their latest version will not go on Mac. Correct. Their, their latest version, which came out two days ago, which is some Marvel crossover or something, I think, uh, will not, is not live on Mac. Because they have terminated the Fortnite developer account, so they can't. <sighs> yep. But your Unreal Engine games are still active. But yeah, so it's really fun and interesting, and this is going to be a fucking interesting fight to watch, because there's very clear-cut contract law relating to this. So this is just funny as fuck. This is just funny as fuck, personal. Jesus. So uh, I will real quick. Um, so I'm going to real quick mention that uh, they just released the uh, Stasis subclass reveal trailer uh, for Destiny 2 Beyond Light for the new Beyond Light expansion on YouTube. Uh, we've got it linked in the show notes. Um, my notes that I wrote down for it was Stasis subclass reveal trailer, Titan, ha ha ha, Ice Fist go brr, crash, aka Batman and Robin puns detected. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris had two things. Very quickly. Quiet. Yeah, very quickly. Um, uh, so was it Samira? The the Desert Rose is more than likely going to be uh, League of Legends' new ch- uh, champion. Being, uh, on, uh, there's files for her on the public test realm, um, which went up the yesterday. So uh, we've got a Surrender at 20 link for people to look at that if they want to have a look at it. Um, 
probably going to be Gavin. I were looking at her earlier. Probably going to be a jungler, potentially top or mid lane as well, but more than likely a jungler. That's um, guessing there. That's just a hard yeah. guess. Because I, I there's I no guess. there's no official release. There's no official information. This is all from the data mining stuff. It's it's very much set up as a ganker with a lot of mobility. So yeah. Um, and uh, they have also released the lyric video for their next uh, champ, their next music video, which they always release alongside uh, coming up to ch- champions, uh, their championships. Uh, so KDA, our KDA girls are back with the baddest. It's actually a very good song. It's actually pretty fucking good. I would highly recommend listening to it. Um, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, I'm gonna quick mention that uh, I don't remember how long ago it was. I don't think we mentioned it in the last show, but the first expansion pack for Doom Eternal is uh, been announced. So, if you like to Doom Eternal and you like Denuvo, go get it or pre-order or whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't care. I really don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> Um, so we did have some stuff to talk about in general. Um, I did also have a little thing about Monster Hunter World, and there was also some Xbox stuff that somebody was going to talk about. So surprisingly, not me, since I think I'm the only Xbox Kevin. player. I didn't put the Xbox stuff in. I did not either. Oh, is this last week's? This might be from last week. That yeah. might be from last week. Um, They're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> I was not um, here last time, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna talk Monster Hunter World real quick. Uh D and then we can go to the general stuff with all the stuff from Gamescom. Okay. Oh sure. you you added the Tasha's thing. Thank you. I was going to but I forgot. Yep. Yep. So uh we're gonna do D D real quick, then we're gonna go to Monster Hunter, then we're gonna go to the Gamescom stuff. Uh D, uh Tasha's Cauldron of Everything has been announced. I don't think it has a firm release date yet. No, it does not, but it's been announced and we've got a good a good chunk of what's gonna be in it. Yeah, so we know that there's gonna be new subclasses for all classes. Including all, Artificer. Including Artificer. So this will be one of the first, you know, subclasses, uh the non release subclasses for the Artificer. Um mm-hmm. They're also developing group patrons. Yeah, which I think is quite so interesting. You could become the mafia if you wanted to. Yeah. Criminal syndicate uh, or work for an ancient dragon. That's going to be great. Kind of stuff. And, it's, uh, and some other interesting shit is in there. Just a lot of really dense stuff. So if you are a D&D player, that is going to be a wonderful pickup if your group does like to do weird stuff. Mm-hmm. There's going to be magical tattoos and other things, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... Seth and I have been going apeshit about this. Monster Hunter World Iceborne, the final development diary called The Final Stand was released. Uh, This is detailing the final free content update for Monster Hunter World Iceborne that they will be doing for for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. This is the final free content update they're doing. Uh, It's sad to see it go because Monster Hunter World has been fantastic. Uh, but at the same time, I can't wait to see what else they get into with this. Um, it was a very, very good dev diary. Uh, it covered a lot of really interesting bases. They talked about a lot of interesting stuff. Um, the big one that everybody is talking about, fucking Black Fatalis. So Fatali- Fat- Fatalis. Fatalis was the final monster. Uh, Fatalis was the final monster you fought in the original Monster Hunter World game. Monster Hunter game, not Monster Hunter World. The original Monster Hunter game. Um, and he is a fan favorite. And he is coming back. So we are getting Black Fatalis. 
as our final monster release for Iceborne, which a lot of people called. I was still hoping for Dalamadur, but, you know, I was hoping for a Dalamadur raid before it went away, but, you know what, maybe we can just hope for the next game. Um, he looks sick as fuck. Uh, looks like uh, fucking something you'd see on a really awesome panel van back in 1986. Uh, it looks metal as shit. Uh, just absolute fucking metal. I fucking love it. Looks great. Uh, they are bringing back, what is it, Castle Senka? I can't remember the name of the castle. Uh, but it's the exact same location that you fought him in the original Monster Hunter. Uh, so it's fantastic. I love it. It's just a beautiful sort of send-off to the whole, to, to this particular game. Um, a lot of new stuff is coming through. They are adding a ton of upgrade levels to charms, and they're adding a ton of interesting stuff. Uh, we're also getting a Halloween festival this year. So, uh, and with the associated costumes that come with every Halloween update or with every holiday update, uh, you're getting Ghost Poogie. So, your Poogie will now be a ghost if you so choose. And you're getting a fucking Palico armor that makes him into goddamn Fatalis. Oh my god, it's adorable. Holy shit. And your Palico's weapon is holding a hunter that is holding a greatsword. So your Palico's weapon is you are holding a hunter that has a greatsword that just flops around. It, it's fucking adorable. Holy shit, it's adorable. Um, I love it, and I've already told Seth we're going to just be playing Monster Hunter World until we get everything unlocked for that. Um, I, my rating for it was 10 out of 10 would True Charge Slash again. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. Um, it's fantastic, and Monster Hunter World has done a fucking amazing job. Uh, if you were not aware, it is Capcom's best-selling game of all time. It is the wow, best- really? It is the best-selling Capcom game of all time. It beats Resident Evil out. And that's the only it reason that surprised me, was because it, it beats out Street Fighter and Resident Evil. It like, beat Street Fighter by a yeah by a huge margin. It beat Resident Evil, which is the second one of the Resident Evils is the second best selling game, and it beat it by two times as many sales. Wow, that's that's actually wow. really impressive. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, because they listened. So a combination of like the sales numbers on Monster Hunter World and coronavirus has actually driven a lot of Japanese developers, especially Capcom to begin publishing games on PC. Because, pro tip, a lot of them don't like publishing on PC because PC is not a hugely popular market in Japan. But guess what? The rest of the fucking world loves PC sales. Yep. So, uh, who... I can't remember. Somebody else was saying that they were going to start... Konami, I think it was, maybe. Um... Oh, whoever it is, Konami is the one that does Perso- uh, does Persona, right? And Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, but I, I know Atlas, uh, Atlas, uh, and a couple other people have basically said that they're going to start uh, publishing a lot of their back catalogs onto PC, and a lot of devs are saying that they're now going to be considering PC as a first priority department alongside the console generation. So it's a huge thing uh, for the market, and I think it's only going to lead to better things for PC gaming. So, yay! Super stoked about it. PC gaming. Yep. Uh, yep. 
Sega. Sega's who I was thinking of. Sega was who I was thinking of that was going to start really pushing towards uh, Sega. Uh, PC, uh, publishing back catalogs and PC and things like that. Thank you, Carrie. Um, so, Gamescom. Kevin, this is you. Yeah, Gamescom. A lot of the stuff that we've been talking about for the past hour or so has been revealed and announced at Gamescom, actually. Mm-hmm. Including info on Warcraft, Blops, yada yada. Because um, they did a digital, a virtual yada, Gamescom this yada. year. Yep. Uh, there was some info about Dragon Age that you can go watch. There was a lo- uh, look at the VR version of Star Wars Squadrons, which looked pretty cool. Uh, I think so I can... think we can all safely say right now that Squadrons is going to looks great, be really good, and I really am going to have to build a new PC for it. Oh That's well, me. there you go. Just down my face. I, I I took a pay cut, motherfucker. I took a pay cut. I can't build a new fucking PC if I couldn't afford to do that at twenty five dollars well, an hour. I if, sure fuck can't do it at fifteen. You would have had your new PC now if you took a cigarette cut, but never mind. Um, Kevin just knows how to anger Mafia people. Mafia definitive edition. See what I heard Mafia Kevin definitive say was edition. that he's buying Gav a PC for Christmas. That, that's what oh, I heard. I heard that too. I heard that too. I've already offered. Yeah, and I won't take pay it. for things. I won't take it. Well, actually, he did take my money. So I well. didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, if it magically shows up he at your it. house, I couldn't figure out how to return the fucking gift card. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Um, I do need to still send you that money back, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> I had forgotten. <laughs> All right. Um, Mafia Definitive Edition, and they're going to be doing free upgrades to next generation consoles. Um, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga actually looks decent. Um, it's one of those Lego games. VR Medal of Honor actually looked pretty cool. Um, might actually be like a decent shooting game for vr destiny 2 we already talked about and then there was a racket ratchet and clank rift apart uh preview for ps5 which actually looks really good and um yeah looking looking forward to watching someone stream that if neth or guth or someone's gonna buy that um because yeah the game just looks fun and the graphics on the ps5 look great and that game is probably not even using all of the capabilities of PS5, and it still looks amazing. So, um, yeah. I've never played uh, a Ratchet and Clank game. I watch the trailer; it looks amazing. Them. I have all I, of them on PS2, and they are stupidly fun. I was more of a Crash and Spiral guy. Anyway, uh, there we go. So. Check out the link in the show notes. Check out the videos that are linked in the article. Um, pretty cool stuff. But it's nice to see that we're getting a healthy dose of new games coming out, even though um, COVID and whatnot. And yeah, there's I, still, if you're, if you're listening live or you're listening this weekend, there's still live streaming stuff going on um, and more announcements today. So check it out on the YouTubes. Yeah, and uh, what Carrie said, Chris, if you yeah, like Crash, that. you'd like Ratchet. Yeah, it's it's that and like Sly Cooper were all part of that same whole generation. Um, 
Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot, all of them. I mean, Crash was an earlier game, but yeah, like it's very much in that sort of Ratchet and Clank is very much in that Jack and Daxter sort of era. Sly Cooper sort of stuff. Yep. So um I think that's really about oh Spyro also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spyro and Crash are the only two I've played out of the ones you've listed off. There you go. Um, so I think that's really going to cover about everything. Anybody else got anything else they wanted to add? I feel good with this. Y'all feel I good feel with good. this? Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, anybody got any final thoughts about anything that we spoke about today? Neff. Shadowlands is going to be the tits. <laughs> Neff. Um, Kevin's buying you a computer for Christmas. Kevin. I am not. <laughs> I he is not. <laughs> I'm all gifted out for the year. Sorry. Yep. Do that or don't do that, Kevin. Um let's see. Uh don't get you and Chris started on lore because wow. Just turns into a giant snooze <laughs> yeah. fest. Um Hurry up and finish the podcast because I have unfettered computer access because the teenager's out until after supper and I want to start gaming. Let's go. Chris, let's go ahead and talk about lore for another hour. <laughs> oh, I'm so up for that. I am up for it once we end the podcast and I can start uh, gaming. No, we got to keep, keep it on the whole time. We got to keep the content. I got to keep the content. It's, it's content. Everything's content, Neff. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be Better streaming World of Warcraft fishing for the next three days, so please tune in to Azeroth Coast <laughs> Coast if you'd like to watch that. Um, don't do that. Uh, Kevin, don't stream fishing. <laughs> watch the fishing stream live on CTC. Um, and mine is... Although apparently everyone really wants more lore, so we might have to have a sit down and we chat. Yeah, we may have to. Um... <laughs> I'm just going to remind you to squeeze all the charbon you can when Mr. Whipple's not around, and then stick your head in the microwave and get for yourself a tan. I'm quoting also, a I would like to, I would like to point out, Duggle is the one that says more lore. More lore! Um, wow. Okay, folks. Um, okay. Duggle, who has never played WoW and we're trying to get into it once more lore, we give Duggle more lore. Yep. Uh, that is going to be the show for this week, folks. Once again, we are just going to go ahead and mention Shady Wish again. Uh, hashtag Shady Wish. I know it's going on Twitter right now, and uh, it's we'll the play it in the, the outro. Outcasts. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that during the outro. Uh, the guild is the Outcasts on Area Fifty Two. They're a wonderful group of folks. They are Horde side. So please, please, please show some love. And even if you don't want to donate to them please make sure you support your local humane society they need all the help they can get that's the show for this week folks talk to us during the week you can find us on twitter the show is at azeroth ctc mr kevin of course is at swing cat that is with a k chris of course is at a card underscore mag i of course am at gavril underscore et neth is at neth winch that's all on twitter find us there send emails to feedback at azerothctc.com we'd love to hear from you join us live on saturdays when we record and stream the show on azeroth.tv slash uh, twitch.tv slash azeroth ctc didn't get that one this week. Fuck me. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.azeroctc.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however it is. You get your wonderful podcasts. I'm not saying that. I love you all. Good night. You're an asshole. <laughs> Chris was right. Chris was totally right. Hey there. I'm Nick. On Nah for short. My guild, the outcasts on Area 52 
are planning to run a charity event that we're calling Shady Wish, in honor of our guilty Shady, who sadly passed away in 2019. This is the second charity event the Outcasts have done, as we did the same for a guildie named Egon in 2016. His event, as some of you may remember, was called Moosawish, and raised over $6,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which was donated in his memory. Shady loved animals, and we felt it only appropriate that this event raise funds for a charity he would have loved to support. And so, we are carrying people through Heroic Nazoth to help bring attention to our fundraising efforts. Keep an eye out on r slash wow subreddit for the upcoming post with all the relevant information, and I hope to see you in there.